Hi, and welcome to the VC4A Venture Showcase podcast. This mini-series is powered by VC4A and Entrepreneurs Talk Africa and delves into the real stories and voices of participants, investors, and mentors from VC4A's annual flagship program for startups in emerging markets. I'm Jason Delory, serial entrepreneur, innovation strategist, and mentor, and have the pleasure of being your host for this special series. For this episode, we are joined by Abu Kasim, who leads the team behind the VC4A Venture Showcase. Our regular listeners may remember Abu from one of our previous episodes, but if you don't know him, Abu is a prolific angel investor, co-founder of Josie Angels, and is currently the lead for the acceleration team at VC4A. Welcome to the show, Abu. Pleasure to have you with us. Thanks, Jason. Thanks for having me. Great. Well, I'm kicking off this, this mini-series. Uh, the, the first thing I, I wanted to maybe jump in on is for our entrepreneurs out there who may know the term, but maybe not know exactly what it means. We hear a lot about incubation, acceleration programs, and, and lots of calls. Is there a difference between the two? What's the difference? And, and, and what's your, your view on, on these uh, type of programs? Jason, that's a good, really good opening question. And yes, these terms are used interchangeably in the African context. In my view, incubation really is early stage support for founding teams and their businesses. There tends to be no time limit to that support. And the aim ultimately is to get to a point where you've achieved product market fit, which is where the market has indicated that this is something that they want. Acceleration, on the other hand, is more focused on growth and scaling. There is typically a time apportioned to it three, four, five, six months uh, in terms of support and a big emphasis on rocket fuel. And what I mean by that is funding. Um, Both programs tend to be a blend of mentorship, resources, networking, and strategic guidance. But yeah, there is some confusion in the the market. Yeah, definitely. And, And really important, that distinction between the two. So, you know, entrepreneurs out there, who, who apply to several programs, understanding the program, what it offers, and what stage it is for, for the company is key. Today, we, we are looking to, to maybe delve a bit deeper into uh, the VC4A Venture Showcase, which I believe is an acceleration program. Um, so do you mind giving us a bit more detail about what is the VC4A Venture Showcase? What are the acceleration programs aiming to do with the entrepreneurs and participants uh, through the program? The VC4A Venture Showcase is trying to tackle the lack of early stage funding available for startups in emerging markets. If you look at the research, approximately 3% of global venture capital funding goes to Africa and Latin America combined. If you compare that to more developed markets, North America, for example, gets 50% of their share of, of the funding. In terms of the work we are doing through the VC4A Venture Showcase, it is startup support and a combination of mentorship, technical assistance, investment readiness training, and deal rooms where founders are put in front of investors who are interested in their investment opportunity. In total, it's a seven-month program, and that also includes the call for applications, Uh, the assessment of those applications, and then the support. The support in itself is is three or four months uh, towards the back end of that. And then we also provide 
lots of alumni support. The VC5A Venture Showcase has been going since 2017. So many years of support behind us, and we've run programs in both Africa and Latin America. Wow, so so quite an, an extensive um, experience in the sector. And, and one thing that maybe uh, for our listeners and for myself, you know, you feel that acceleration programs like this are more important or, or more valuable in markets like Africa, and, and you mentioned Latin America, uh, where the ecosystems are maybe not as developed or not as connected. Um, do, do you think that plays a part? Do you think it's, you know, something that entrepreneurs sh- in Africa should be really considering? In any underdeveloped market, uh, support is always welcomed. I think as a founder, having been a founder myself, it's a lonely journey. Um, and often you're on your own um, trying to change the world. An acceleration program not only brings together all the components that I mentioned earlier, but it also is a collection of founders that are on parallel journeys. And often it's really valuable for these founders to bounce things off each other as they're going through the program. So I would highly recommend anyone doing something innovative, disruptive um, to consider a program like the VC4A Venture Showcase. Yeah, that's that's so true. You know, the value you can get, not just um, in terms of the direct support, but even just exposure to other entrepreneurs within the program, having that cohort, having that understanding that you're not alone, um, even though sometimes it, it does feel like a very a lonely road. Uh, but as you mentioned, you know, there are several acceleration programs and and definitely a lot geared to towards uh, Africa, as we know. What should an entrepreneur be looking for in an acceleration program? And and what does the VC4A Venture Showcase offer that, that maybe some others don't? I think a first point to mention here, Jason, is that the more the better, right? We are looking to grow the pie collectively uh, as an ecosystem. So the more accelerator programs, the more incubator programs, the more support in general, the benefit really comes to the ecosystem as a whole. With regards to the VC4A Venture Showcase, I think our secret source here is investor engagement. From the very outset, we get investors engaged. When we are opening our calls for applications, these are th- that's us reaching out to our investor network, asking for referrals. So it's it's going to the angels and asking the angels who in your portfolio is raising their follow-on round of funding. And that then goes into our applications for Series A. Those applications are then assessed by a separate group of investors. Uh, Again, further investor engagement Uh, through a combination of desktop assessment and then interviews. Uh, And then there are recommendations which are put forward by these investors on who should participate in the program. Then once we've selected the startups, we then begin our support. That includes, as I mentioned before, mentorship, technical assistance, and masterclasses. That support is provided for by investors. So we reach out to our investor network. We tap into their understanding and knowledge of these markets and get them to share their understanding and some of their tips and pointers with the founders going through our program. Once all of that is complete, our program culminates with a deal room where we are making these startups and these founders uh, available for discussions with investors. So demo days, if you like, 
again, investors are involved. So from the very outset, from the call for applications all the way through to the deal rooms, we provide them access to investors and are engaged with investors throughout. Uh, wow, that that uh, amazing. And um, like to your point earlier, with one of the key outcomes you're looking for being that rocket fuel, that investment, having that perspective from early on is is uh, yeah really key because you know you're you're lining up towards what they're looking for. So yeah, I think I think that's amazing. And then another point, uh, just to um, dig deeper on that, you, you mentioned that these uh, investors are are looking through the application screening, selecting, and doing that. So is there ex- investor exposure during that? Even if you don't get to the to the selection, maybe or or um, yeah, how does that work? Absolutely. Um, so there is an interview process as part of our selection. And that interview, those interviews are done by investors. So even those that don't make it through to our final list, and this year there are 12, but even those that don't make it through are interviewed by investors and are exposed to investors. Over and above that, we also separately promote the companies that have been shortlisted. So this year there's a total of 105 startups that we looked at in a lot of detail. Those 105 startups are promoted on our VC4A platform and are then showcased uh, via the platform to the broader investor community. So there's there's lots of exposure that these founders get, even if they don't get through to our final round. Yeah, I think that's that's really interesting because you know sometimes entrepreneurs we we apply to lots of different programs and only see the value if we if we actually get through and it's a bit, it's a bit discouraging sometimes when you apply to four or five and then then you look at the sixth one you're like oh, i'm not i'm not going to apply but interesting to know that there's even value even if you if you're not getting through which which i think is uh really unique um to to to, to this program which is awesome jason if i could just maybe add a point to what you've just mentioned. So I I think as a founder, having been a founder myself, it is disappointing, discouraging to at times have been rejected to a program like the VC4A Venture Showcase. We do encourage founders to come back again the the year afterwards, right? Um, We often do provide them with some detailed feedback on exactly what areas they may not have highlighted sufficiently for us to select them uh, but it's it is important for any founder to to exhibit some sort of grit and determination overcome those disappointments overcome those obstacles and and that's inevitable as a founder you are gonna have those setbacks but getting back up and and trying again is is part of life as a founder and and so is the disappointment so um, you know, anyone that hasn't been accepted into a program, I, I haven't been accepted into programs in the past. It's human nature to be disappointed, to to feel a sense of frustration, but try again. So true. And uh, yeah, I think I think that's almost inbuilt in us sometimes that resilience uh, to, to keep to keep pushing, keep applying and as entrepreneurs. You know, it's something that uh, we never take no as the final answer. So uh, I, I think uh, that's a good point there. Um, doesn't mean if you're rejected this year that, that you won't have the possibility of being accepted next year. And definitely, you know, a benefit uh, to the entrepreneurs. And as you said, the more acceleration programs, the better, the better for our ecosystem. 
and you know the, the better for our entrepreneurs well speaking of which you know like if let's say you are successful in in your application and and you do go through um an acceleration program particularly with the the VC4A venture showcase what are the expectations for for an entrepreneur you know what what are the points you you, you point out to say okay th- this is what value we bring or or this is this is the success we've had um what can entrepreneurs expect there are several metrics that we track through the program and then post the program uh, i guess the one statistic that i'd like to highlight one that we very proud of is that 65% of our cohort members get funding within one year of our program that's a huge success number uh, and you know if, if you look at dive a bit deeper into what that looks like uh, our cohort members post program have now received and this is since 2017 over 700 million dollars in funding and in terms of a further breakdown of that number there are 99 companies that have been able to raise an initial round of funding post vc for venture showcase 69% were able to then go on and raise a second round of funding 44 of those companies were able to raise a third round of funding and 24 companies were then able to go on and raise a fourth round of funding and that's only since 2017 so within 6 7 8 years we've had a number of success stories i mean wow that that is fantastic and some great numbers there what one thing that strikes me there is actually there's different levels there's different stages so back to your earlier point of sometimes entrepreneurs not understanding the difference between incubation and acceleration so it's maybe not as clear cut as oh if you've raised funding you do acceleration if you haven't raised funding you do incubation so do you maybe want to speak do you guys deal with series a only seed like what are the levels or stages of a company can apply for for the vc4a venture showcase yes this is a, a really good question and a meet you want to dive into so there are various funding rounds and i think in the african context um those names and the naming uh conventions are becoming blurred Uh, but typically we support founders through two tracks seed and series a the seed track typically supports earlier stage companies these are companies that have achieved some revenue that have achieved some traction do have a product do have a team together uh but are typically still operating in a single market still trying to find um or establish themselves in that market we then also provide a series a program and these are typically companies looking to scale um think of it as as growth companies uh, that are looking to grow exponentially uh and what you do find is that then they are looking for uh much bigger rounds of funding than the seed companies uh, this year in particular over and above the seed and series a tracks we are also there's also a focus on four sector uh areas those being climate smart agriculture smart cities digital trade and clean tech so there is support across multiple channels yeah really interesting so not just um the different stages but also different sectors focused uh, so it's it's quite a, a broad um, you know uh, pool that, that that you that you look at to to select these these um 
entrepreneurs and startups that, that go through the program. Um, interesting to know if you could share any. So if I could maybe add to that, uh, I think there are some companies that have received support through both our Series A and uh, or seed and then Series A tracks. Two examples come to mind, an organization, a company called Shefa, a healthcare company in Egypt. They are providing GPS support to help chronic patients order, schedule and refill their prescriptions. And secondly, a company called Rology uh, that got seed support in 2021 and is currently going through our Series A track. And they are an AI-assisted um, platform helping small and medium rural hospitals with, ra uh, with radiology departments solve the problem of high latency in reporting time by matching them to radiologists. So some interesting examples of companies that have received support through both seed and then series A tracks. Uh, that's that's amazing. Uh, yeah, that's really cool. And also the fact that they can still find value at the different stages shows that the program accounts for that. So they've come in obviously at seed and then they've come in again at, at series A and again, taking the value from the program. So yeah, interesting to see that it doesn't really matter what level you are, you can still uh, look at acceleration programs as a way to um, accelerate almost or, or rocket fuel your your funding asks. I know you mentioned the, the some of the statistics I wanted to just jump in on. You know, you mentioned that over 700 million um, invested in your in your previous cohorts, 65% success rate. You also mentioned you, you've now for this year got uh, four uh, thematic areas. I mean, it sounds to me like these acceleration programs can actually have a really big impact on on the the continent, on the the funding, and 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 how entrepreneurs are able to access all of this. It would be it would be interesting to know, like, how do you achieve that? Like, who who are you? Who are the main players that that you involve to? to get this across the line because uh, that, that's no mean feat and uh, and I think uh, it's really having a, a great impact on the continent. I think I believe last year you guys did a female founder focused one uh which hopefully we can start increasing that percentage. I think you mentioned 3% at the beginning well uh for for the overall investment. But yeah, how are you getting this level of impact? That, that's a great point Jason. Uh, I think the four thematic areas that I mentioned earlier, climate, smart agri, smart cities, digital trade, and clean tech, are being focused on really with the purpose of trying to promote those sectors uh, across the African continent. And I think um, the the other important point here is, is what sort of impact can we have on these founders? So we've spoken about funding and making funding more available to these founders. Uh, but the other very important point when it comes to founders is the people you meet in programs like this. I was speaking to a portfolio company founder, and he's been through a number of different programs, both um, on the African continent and uh, in the US. And I asked him, so what makes for a good program? And his response to me was the people you meet. Um, and this program tries to bring together the A-listers within the within the startup space across Africa. 
from the investors you meet through to the mentors, through to the founders. Uh, and it's in meeting those people, you pick up nuggets along the way that help your business to further develop and reach a stage that would not have been possible otherwise. Uh, so true. Uh, behind every business, every program, there is that the people element. And uh, yeah, it, it is one of the biggest values you can definitely get. So strongly uh, advise, even if um, yeah, you're, you're looking at it for other reasons, that people aspect is really a valuable thing. Uh, no matter what level you're at, having other entrepreneurs around you really, really helps. And of course, A-lister investors and, and mentors and things, it, it can only add more value. We are approaching the end and, and running out of time. And I know we, we could talk about this for, for ages. And, and uh, I, I really do think it, the impact you guys are having is proof of, of the value these programs can can have um, not just on a single ecosystem, but an ecosystem in, in general like Africa. Um, so my question is, what what can entrepreneurs look forward to? What 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 is it you you want entrepreneurs to be thinking about or or looking at uh, moving forward? So we, we've touched on this, and I think the first thing is is investor engagement. Historically, we've got some really big names to help us and support us through the program. Uh, Luke Larson, managing partner of Newtown Partners, comes to mind. Kenza Lahlau, co-founder and general partner at Outliers, is another one. Neka Eze, managing partner at Vested Wool, is a third. And Dr. Ola Brown, uh, how can I forget, is is another one, um, founder at HealthCap Africa. There are lots of big names that these founders will get access to. Um, They'll be engaging with investors throughout the process. And I believe you're going to be doing some engaging with investors as well as as part of a follow-up to this podcast. There'll be another one where one or two of our investors and mentors will be sharing their bits of wisdom uh, to your listeners. Yes, indeed. Um, uh, we we are looking to also get uh, some some comments and, and experience from from the actual participants of, of the of the program, and then followed by the investors as well. Uh, so, so really interesting to get their insight on 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 what it takes to go through the program, what value they take out of it, and then also on the investor side, you know what they're looking for, um, the successes they've had through programs like this, and and what value investors get from it. Uh, so, yeah, definitely a lot to look forward to, and we look forward to deep diving that with you uh, in the coming episodes. But for today, I just wanted to thank you again, Abu, uh, for for sharing your your knowledge and, and perspective on, on acceleration programs and particularly what uh, the, the VC4A Venture Showcase stands for, what, what they do and, and the success you guys have had. Uh, so really appreciate you coming on the show today and uh, look forward to the, the coming episodes, uh, as you mentioned, deep diving into those, those different aspects from different perspectives. So thank you so much again. Um, before we leave, uh, any final words from yourself or, or any points or tips for any, the entrepreneurs listening? We are currently running our Africa Focus program, the VC5 Venture Showcase, uh, with an Africa Focus. Uh, at some point later this year, we'll also open up applications for VC5A Venture Showcase Latin America. So if you are a Latin American founder looking for funding, looking for support, my suggestion would be to register your startup 
on our platform and you'll be the first to hear of that program as it kicks off. And if you're a founder in Africa and you haven't um, heard of uh, the Venture Showcase Africa yet, jump onto the VC4A platform, register there, and again, you'll be the first to find out as and when programs that are relevant for you are made available. Jason, thanks for your time. Thanks for um, yeah your insights. It's been a really interesting conversation and I look forward to doing it again sometime in the future. Our pleasure, Abu, our pleasure. And uh, on behalf of VC4A and Entrepreneurs Talk Africa, thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to get involved, whether you're an entrepreneur, an investor, a mentor, please visit uh, ventureshowplace.vc4a.com and get all your information there. And um, we we will catch you next week for our special episodes on the mini-series of VC4A Venture Showcase. Thanks again and see you soon.